It's that time once more. It's Turbo Time. Turbo Drive Live. Here on Sega Sonic Radio. The number one source for Sonic music. Music. Hey there, people, and welcome back to Turbo Drive Live here on Sega Sonic Radio. Yeah! How you doing, people? <laughs> uh, welcome back to Turbo Drive Life here on SSR. Here again, kickstarting your weekend into Turbo Gear. Yeah, Turbo Drive Life. Uh-huh. Yeah, I think people are busy tonight. <laughs> yeah, they're, bu- they're, bu- they're busy playing the Final Fantasy XIII 2 demo on Play- PlayStation Network and Xbox Live. Duh. <laughs> Probably not, who knows. Anywho. Hope you're doing alright. Hope you haven't um, had a good week or decent week. And sadly, many of the kids are back at school now. Derp de doo. Yeah. Obviously, it's just, you know, kids. They're tired. They're not. They're obviously not, you know, ready for the whole going back to school, uh, going back to school malarkey and whatnot. So, uh, yeah. Kind of sucky. So, nevertheless, hope you're enjoying your week anyway. Or trying to survive it. Without dying. And collapsing on the floor. Face first. Into some nails! I'm sorry, that was a little too dark. Sorry about that. Uh, anyway, anywho, way, way, anyway, who, way, who, waha. Who's I love this. We should do this again sometime. Uh,. Yeah, so anyway, moving on. Don't know why I said that. Yes, Turbo Drive Life. Here again, uh, with many of the kind of like stuffy, stuff, widdly, bolly, monking, yunking, bolarky. Uh, I know, I, I make up words as I go. Um, <clears throat> we got Sonic to Rewind coming up very shortly, uh, with very little. And that's why I'm going to be taking Sonic news from other websites. Because I'm a bastard. No. Because, um, really, SS, uh, Sonic Stadium, apparently the Sonic Stadium's news news counter, counters have, you know, not really been picking up on all the kind of like little bit itty news. But certain other people have. Uh, so uh, I'm going to be, you know, giving them credit this uh, this week. Um, also, Turbo's First Impressions. God, I have so much, so much uh, kind of like uh, material to work for Turbo's first impression for the next couple of weeks. I don't know how the hell I'm gonna be, you know. Uh, um, this week is gonna keep keep me go, get, uh, like for the rest of the month. In fact, it's like I don't know what else. I've got. I've I recently bought three movie. Uh, well, well, I have three DVDs or two Blu-rays and one DVD. Uh, the DVD is a uh, the DVD is a series. And the two Blu-rays are movies, and uh, I really want to talk about these uh, these ones, uh, particularly the Blu-ray movies because these. Um, what was it? The last Blu-ray that I got was, I think, Professor Layton, the Professor Layton uh, and the Eternal Diva uh, animated movie that came uh, that came out on DVD and Blu-ray last year, and uh, yeah, I think that was the last one. 
I don't I don't know if it's either that or Scott Pilgrim because those are the only two Blu-rays I've actually got. So, but uh, no, I got two more Blu-rays and I want to talk uh, probably talk about one of them this week. Uh, there was a toss between you know it's it's a toss whether or not I want to talk about the one I liked or the one I didn't really like. So, I don't know. Let's have a conversation in the in the chat. If for Turbo's first impressions, do you want me to talk? about the good movie that I want to talk about or the bad movie I want to talk about. I, I, I'm not saying it's bad, it's just I didn't like it too much. Um, but the other one I like. So do you want you want me to talk about the one that I really like or the one that I'm not so fond about? You know, if you want to let me know, send me an email through uh, either my email address, which is turbo at sonicstadium.org, or Twitter me through the at tag at Turbo XLR on all in one word, or in capitals or lowercase because either or it actually gets to me. Um, but be sure to tell me and uh, whatever. Uh, also, I'm trying to think what else I was going to talk about. Um, hmm. I lost my train of thought. Which is kind of normal. Smeg. Smeggity smeg smeg. Totally lost it. I'm sorry, people. I'm I'm obviously not got my brain uh, head in gear. Uh, my head's not in turbo drive mode. No! We're gonna crash! Ah! Um. Yes. Um. Yeah. I'm 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 totally brain farting now. So yeah. Forget what I'm saying. Forget what I'm saying. Anyway, uh, right. I think we should get started with uh, Turbo Drive, uh, uh, Drive Live's Sonic News Rewind, of course. Um, with that off, um, a track here. I want to go right back to the Project Chaos album that was done by. Um, uh, overclock uh, OC uh, o- the o- OC Remix Factory as such uh, the overclocked uh, remix guys um, Project Chaos is always one of my personal favorite albums that has a, a, a good plethora of songs that I really like and are re- really kind of like catchy um, and here's just one of them which apparently is on the front page of Sonic Stadium. And one of the weirdest videos right there. So, yes. Anyway. Uh, so, to kick us off with, uh, ter- uh, you know, into Song News Rewind, here is uh, Snapple Man with Malicious Fingers. Of course, one of my personal favorite Snapple Man. I always love Snapple Man's work on the Project Chaos album. It was fantastic. So uh, enjoy this. I will be back very shortly with uh, Sonic News Rewind here on Turbo Drive Live only on SSR.
Sonic News Rewind. Hey, welcome back. It's time for Sonic News Rewind here on Turbo Drive Live, only on Sega Sonic Radio. So yes, uh, Sonic News Rewind. Uh, not really much going on. <laughs> of course. Um, <clears throat> with uh, the Sonic News that's uh, available on the TSS story. Uh, Sonic's been used for advertisements. Yeah. Do I care? I mean, this is a this is probably the like most talked about thing that's been part of the Sonic uh, like the Sonic community as a whole for the past week. Is this one ad? This one ad that has been going around the internet that predicts uh, that puts uh, that uh, where Sonic is running around a kind of like white space uh, off the internet uh, advertising uh, car insurance or insurance of some kind uh, with Progressive which is a uh, which is a US kind of like uh, insurance company and I can tell you now it's much better than the Go Compare guy. I can easily say that. It's much better than than Go Compare because Go can, Go Compare can go fuck themselves um, with their fucking ad campaigns. So anyway, yeah, this progressive insurance that I can't believe people are just going like, oh my god, there's it's fucking it's a fucking advertisement progressive got paid sega to have them allow the use of sonic's sonic's kind of like 3d model in an advert that they wanted him to be a part of that's it it's it's common business one company what Wanted to pay another company to use one of their licenses in an ad that they wanted to run. There. Done. Shut up about it. I'm getting sick and tired of it. I can't believe you people are constantly bitching about this shit. Honestly. Uh, Or not even bitching. You know, bitching about it, just going on about it. Oh my God, Sonic's advertising cartridges! I don't care. I don't care. It's an advert for crying out loud. It's not like it's the end of the fucking world. Anyway, moving on. Before I fucking lose my temper with this shit, like I already haven't done already. Ha! Um. Sonic Generations, the Sonic Generations official soundtrack, Blue Blur, has now released in Japan. So all those Japanese websites um, have it in stock and they're shipping it to all those people who pre-ordered it in advance. So if you haven't picked up a copy, and you should, because it's probably the best remixed album in the world ever, um, and it's definitely a soundtrack that actually celebrates... And I, and I can tell you now, it's actually a soundtrack that actually celebrates an anniversary for a franchise much better than a portly plumber's one. Hint, hint. Hint, hint, Nintendo, hint, cough. 
Cough, Nintendo, cough. So, yeah. Um, do you see where I'm getting at? Um, yeah, the Sonic Generations official soundtrack is available now. Uh, if you haven't done so, go order it from any of the websites that uh, are um, ha- that have uh, international shipping uh, for it. Uh, which includes C- CD Japan, Yes Asia, and of course the one that I obviously use for import- importing my soundtracks and whatnot is Play Asia, of course. So, which is good because they uh, they totally botched it up last year, of course, by not having the Sonic Colors hybrid the hybrid colors uh, album. Uh, on their website. For shame you play Asia. But no. You've redeemed yourself. And you've put up put up the Sonic Generations official soundtrack. Up there. Including also the 20th anniversary soundtrack. Which I'm not gonna get. Just on the same kind of thing. Because. It's. Uh, most of the tracks I've already got. If, if it was available on. On. On iTunes, I would probably just download the tracks that I want and buy them. Instead of buying a whole new CD for... Only for a few songs. Um, that's, how, that's why I always have a problem with albums. Is that, you know, it's like... Everyone says that it's much better to just... Uh, get... You know, just get the album of whoever you... Whatever song you are kind of liking from this band. Because you never know, you might like the rest of their work. That's never the case half of the time. Half of the time when I buy an album from a band that I like, I only like the one track that they actually you know worked on. Unless it's Crush 40, because Crush 40... God, I love Crush 40, and I love all their songs. So, yeah. You know, uh, Supersonic songs, best of Crush 40. Always worth it. Um, so anyway... Moving on. Uh, so yeah, if you haven't picked it up, um, for the UK, it's about 35 quid. Me, myself, after postage packaging, it cost me about 40, 41, 42 quid. But I swear to God, if it gets caught by customs and they, be an, and they become an absolute bastard to me and charge like another 20 quid on top, you know, I'm going to fucking... I'm gonna fucking have some say in that because that's bullshit. Really, it is. I mean, it's it's, it's a soundtrack CD for fuck's sake, honestly. Um, I mean, I had that problem. Like many of you remember, uh, I imported the Fist and uh, uh, North Star Ken's Rage soundtrack and the Bayonetta soundtrack in one in one order, and that. And that got hit by customs hard. Although I did get it before customs customs uh, charged it, but they charged me nonetheless because it went through another agency. It went through fucking FedEx, who I fucking hate now. FedEx can go to hell. And uh, yeah, they they just gave me a secret charge of custom charges that they just thought it would be nice to just tell me. So it'd be nice of them. The darlings. Yes. Anyway. And that's essentially your news on TSS, at least. 
Uh, oh, 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 yeah, and of course that Freak Out Friday th- video that I was talking about with uh, obviously malicious fingers being used as a, uh, as a uh, as a centerpiece for this little animation of Yuji Naka and Takashi Izuka rocking out as be as kind of like Beavis and Butthead. Yeah. I was a little horrified. Just a little bit. Just a tiny, tiny little bit. Tiny. Just a tiny bit. Because the last thing I the last thing I want to visualize is Takashi Izuka and Yuji Naka Yuji Naka in the way of Beavis and Butthead. Yeah, that's the last thing I that's the last thing that comes to my mind. Yeah. Anywho, but uh, now you're probably wondering, oh, that's it? Honestly, you don't have anything more with us? Well, that's because Sonic Rex has come to the help, come to the helm, and has saved the day for all the other news that's available on, you know, through the Sonic community, because someone has to talk about this stuff. Might as well be Sonic Rex. I love Sonic Rex. I heart them. I heart them so much. Um... So yeah, what have they picked up that the Sonic Stadium hasn't? Well, the Sonic 4 Episode 2 logo was actually revealed. And by God, is it lame. Yes. And in fact, I actually prefer the fan-made ones that were actually made. Yeah. Because uh, it, it's... You know, I, I mean, hell, the fan... The, you know, the the fan-made ones was basically uh you know photosh- like photoshops of the Sonic 4 episode 1 um like model of Sonic you know in the logo and then for tails i think they used either the sat uh, Sonic uh, Sonic and Sega All-Stars racing concept art or the Sonic Colors, or the Sonic Generations are. I can't remember. But, um... Either way... Uh, with... Sonic 4 Episode 1... Uh, for Sonic 4 Episode 2's logo, they have used... basically the same template as the Sonic 2 logo. With Sonic on one side, doing the thumb up. Uh behind his shoulder or something like that. And then Tails with a thumb up, thumb up as well, I think. And that's lazy. I know I know what Sonic I know what Sonic team are trying to make trying to make Sonic 4 part of the Mega Drive saga as such and trying to rekindle that kind of like Mega Drive thing. But really it's not got to be the same. As so much as you try, you can't make it the same. And if you do make it like the same, it becomes unoriginal and stale and meh. I mean, the whole reason why I kind of like the whole reason why I like Sonic Four Episode One was not because of the level layout and whatnot. It was because they wanted to, you know, use the modern day staples of the Sonic games and then put them into two D. You know, put it back into its 
rifle element, which everyone says, oh, Sonic should be 2D and whatnot. And I'm thinking, that's not why I like Sonic... That's not why I like Sonic Team. I like Sonic Team because they had balls. Yes, balls. I'm talking about balls again. Yes, I know. I'm going to beat this down like a... Like I shouldn't. Basic, basically, I like Sonic Team for having the balls to do something different. Every time. They always want to try something different. With every Sonic game they tried. And... Everyone else expects them to do something like Mario. Like, Mario does the same fucking thing every fucking game. It's platforming at its best. And that gets stale! It's like, it has been the same platforming, you know, gameplay... Since Mario 64. And it's even worse when you go, you know, do several games that take the aspects of the older games and just spruce them up and put in new power ups. It's like, and that's not what I want from a game. That's not what I want from a game. I want a game to have some freshness to it, some balls. And that's why I like, uh, and that's why I like certain, you know, certain other Sonic games over others. Like, um, like, I would forgive Sonic Unleashed had it not been for Eggman Land. If Eggman Land was not such a fucking piece of shit, I would actually regard Sonic Unleashed to be a really good game. Sonic 06. Sonic 06 introduced a new character. Introduced a new mechanic. You know, psychic psychic telekinesis. You know, as a gameplay stature for for their uh, for their game. And of course, many other different kind of like things that Sonic uh, Sonic 06 has, but none of the others one. Uh, none of the none of the other ones do now. Um, and of course, Sonic Colors with the Wisp system, and obviously the new Spreaks of Life given into the character of Sonic the Hedgehog, and you know the just overall kind of like cart- cartoony feel of what Sonic game Sonic is supposed to be, you know. And of course, the gameplay is not bad, yeah. You know? uh, and of course, Sonic Generations is just a celebratory kind of like game. It's good. When you come back to Sonic 4, it's just... Uh, it's trying to be going back to the old style, and it's, that's not what I always want from a Sonic game. It's not a bad Sonic game, Sonic 4 Episode 1, but I don't want it to be this... I don't want it to be a... You know, a spruced up... You know, it's like... You know, just basically an HD version of what I was playing 20 years... Like, 15 years ago. Um... And everyone's probably saying, but what about Sonic CD? And it's like, Sonic CD, it's not a game that I... It's a game that I've always... Well, I haven't really played that much. I mean, I've only played the... I've I've got the Mega CD, uh, or the Sega CD version. Uh, or, uh, no, Mega CD. Sorry, Mega Drive. Sorry. Uh, Mega. Sorry. Uh, the Mega, Mega CD version. You know. Um, and, of course played the version on uh, Sonic Gems collection, 
But that was the only time, only two times, well, and a PC version. But those are the only three times that I've ever played Sonic CD. And I really didn't play it that too much. Um, and then when it comes out on Xbox Live Arcade and PlayStation Network, and it was like, eh. It was, you know, it's good. It's a really good game, and it's at a, a very cheap price as well. Um, and many people are going to say, oh, it's, it's just, you know... It's obviously Sonic. It's Sonic CD, but with with a few little additions to kind of like, you know, spru- you know, make it a little more spruced up, and obviously make it more canon to the Sonic mythos as such, of uh, you know Sonic CD and you know uh, Sonic CD and Sonic Four, you know, trying to connect it there somewhere. So yeah, yeah, I'm not, I'm, I'm, I'm going nowhere with this. So yeah. Anywho, um, with, uh, what was it? Sonic Generations. Sonic Generations on the PlayStation Network has got a permanent price drop. Down to £20. What a shocker. Um, and so has House of the Dead Overkill has gotten a permanent price drop on PlayStation Network for, uh, down to 20 quid. Now, Here's my discussion with online games. Why, when they do eventually get released on digital downloads, particularly for the console versions, are they so expensive? They're almost they're almost as as, expe- as expensive as the retail versions of. Um, of games, you know, it's you know, <sighs> I mean, really, with <sighs> Sonic, um. Was it with um, Sonic Generations on the PC? It came out at bargain price of twenty quid, bargain, fucking bargain, and that was for the retail release as well. The retail release was twenty quid on PC. Again, fucking bargain. Um, but it also had a digital release of twenty quid. Okay, fair enough, but it was gonna be a budget title nonetheless on PC, so it was understandable for both the PC and the digital version to be 20 quid. But what I don't like is when you know a company you know releases the game on physical fe- physical media like a CD or whatever and then release the exact same game but only on a digital version uh, only as a digital download through the service of said console that they're re- that they've released on retail. But either keep it at the same price or marginally make it cheaper by either three or five pound. Okay, why? Why are you making it such a very little kind of like margin of di- uh, like margin of difference between you know you know the physical version and the digital version? 
why can't you make it a little bit more lower and make it a lot more kind of like appealing to actually get the digital version rather than the physical version? I mean, is there something wrong? It's like, are you? Is it more expensive to actually host it on? Like, give the code, give the down, like, give the digital version to whoever's whoever's service you want to give it to. Say, for example, you want to give your game to Xbox, you know, Microsoft or Play uh, or PlayStation, Sony or uh, or Nintendo, you know. 3DS, maybe? I don't know. It's like... Are they taking so much more money than that of just making a physical copy of the game and then get it licensed by whoever you're putting the console on, like on the on Xbox 360 or PS3 or Wii or 3DS? I mean, it's like... I'm so, I would like to actually know what the kind of like figures are between... Uh, for charges between physical media and digital downloading, it's like what's the what's what's more expensive here, you know? Because all I've kept her hearing in the argument is that that um, what was it? Um, what's its face? What's its face? Um, digital downloading is cheaper than physical media. So why are you releasing it at the same price as re- retail games? Are you trying to make a profit? Are you trying to to uh, are you telling us that it's not it's not the case that it's cheaper or anything like that? Are you actually saying that it's actually is more expensive um, on digital media than on physical retail? I don't know. It doesn't tell me. But then they go around and tur- do a one eighty like this for Sonic Generations and make the game twenty quid on the bloody PlayStation Network store and you know why couldn't it be like that in the first place or possibly I've even better pricing for it because you know I think people if they had if they saw it at that price at, at launch they saw like the physical version and then the digital version or saw like if it was like tw- uh, 30 quid rather than 40 quid than what the physical version was, because the physical version, 35 39 or probably somewhere around that price point for a regular retail price, and then the digital version is 10 quid less, what would you think? Hmm, I wonder. I think I want to go for the digital version, because even though I like my physical media, I'm still sta- saving 10 quid. Am I going crazy here? I, I don't know. Am I? I just... So anyway, that's that's uh, another thing that was going around uh, there. And those two stories were provided by SonicRex.com, so go check them out. Um, oh yeah, and by the way, um, the Metal Sonic exclusive figurines have been uh, has been released now, and are going to several people. Um, you can see an unboxing of uh, one of the Metal, uh, of the exclusive Metal Sonic figurine done by uh, Titans Creed for. Uh, SonicRex.com, so you can check out a video on there. It's not very well in depth, and you know, Titan's Creed doesn't talk too much in the video, but he, t- you know, he basically shows you how how it's all boxed and whatnot, and it's very oddly boxed. I quite might say, um, 
Because <laughs> Metal Sonic comes with no foot. Uh, well, Metal Sonic, one of Metal Sonic's foot, uh, feet is detached from there. So, yeah. Bit odd. Wee bit odd. Anywho. Um, moving on. Uh, oh, and apparently this just in from uh, apparently Jun Sonois. Uh, was it Jun dot com? Uh, they were going to. Ah, uh, they've they've got the uh, Sonic Generations official soundtrack. Uh, uh, available to pre-order from there, from uh, Junsonai.com store, and so yeah. Oh, it's also exclusive. All right, kind of interesting that. Uh, and you can also order that uh, to get what was it? Uh, oh, it's all, it's also exclusively signed by Jun Sonoy himself. Cool, yours. Uh, well, I might as well do that, actually. <laughs> Even though I've got another copy of the song, actually, that's a good idea. Hmm, interesting. He 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 he. I got, I have plans in my head. <laughs> anyway, um, moving on. Um, I think it was time for Turbo's first impressions. I I believe yes, yes, yes. Let's get on with that. <clears throat> uh, with now, I recently refound. Uh, I found the animatic for this uh, animation that was going. Uh, that was kind of work in progress, half finished, kind of like dealio, and uh, yeah, and it used, it had the song Knuckle Duster uh, in it, which was uh, which is uh, another track from the Project Chaos album uh, so here is uh, Knuckle Duster uh, for your enjoyment and I'll see you on the other side for Turbo's First Impressions apparently no one actually told me whether or not they want me to, want me to talk about either the bad the the movie that I didn't really like or the movie that I did like. So for this week, I'm gonna be talking about the movie that I didn't like because that was that's not the that was that isn't the earliest one in the series. Uh, that's not the latest one in the series that the studio makes. So so I'll talk about that one this week, and I will see you on the other side for Turbo Source Impressions here on Turbo Drive Live only on Second Sonic Radio. Huzzah!
Hey, welcome back. It's time for Turbo's First Impressions here on Turbo Drive Live, only on Sunk Radio. And of course, uh, now I did say I wanted to talk about the uh, tr- uh, the movie that I least liked uh, between the two that I was watching on Blu-ray. And funnily enough, it's a Studio Ghibli movie. Or Ghibli movie, where how however you like to pronounce it, and with uh, Studio Ghibli, the last movie that I watched uh, from them was Howl's Moving Castle, and Howl's Moving Castle was a really good, sh- uh, really good movie, but I skipped. Now I don't know if there was anything released in between this uh, that and the other this other movie that I'm gonna be talking about, but I kind of like s- skipped past uh, or or stopped watch uh, like stopped collect uh, like buying uh, Studio Ghibli movies based on the fact that a I wanted to save some money and b I really only had a few titles that I, uh, a few movies that I really wanted to buy and uh, watch. And actually, you know, have some fun with and whatnot. But I want to give this uh, the one that I kind of missed a chance because there was another one that was released here in the UK that I will be talking about next week. But this is the one that I'm going to talk about this week. The one that I didn't see firsthand and I didn't didn't really have too much fun for. Here we go. Ponyo. Yes, the movie released back around about 2007-2008 time, uh, po- possibly a little later, maybe 2009 probably, maybe 2010, I really have no idea. But, uh, Ponyo. Now, everyone regards Spirited Away as possibly one of the one of the best animated movies from Studio Ghibli. And I can agree with that. I can definitely agree with that. Ponyo, on the other hand, is trying too much to be, like, spirited away. 
and even even Spirited Away was trying too hard to be certain other uh, movies like uh, Pumko Roko. Uh, Um, I think that was what it was called, and very, uh, several other kind of like anime, uh, like uh, animated movies as well. I can't, I can't, I can't remember. But um, Ponyo, there was just something, something this movie I didn't like too much. Um, it. It just didn't get a really good reception for myself. Um, I mean, I think I think the story was a bit all over the place. I think because when I thought when I thought of well, basically Ponyo is. Kind of like Little Nemo. Uh, not Little Nemo. Uh, Finding Nemo. Just a lot weirder. Just a little bit. Uh, because what happened... What, the story premise is that... Um, a... You know... A... Now, I'm using the quotes here. A fish? Question mark. Is... Es- escapes her kind of like uh, captivity as such from a magical uh, underwater man as such who who wants to go go off go forth and explore kind of like kind of like uh, uh, what's her face actually no this story is probably more is a weirder ver- weirder retelling of the Little Mermaid. Yeah. Just take that in. And um it's even more weirder because you'll you'll find out in a minute. Uh Ponyo eventually comes across a human boy who uh, obviously take takes uh Ponyo and now Ponyo was not called Ponyo in the beginning. She was named by something else. Uh she went she went by another name. And uh, afterwards, she um, she kind of like uh, befriends this boy, this very young boy, apparently uh, five years old, and uh, ends up, you know, kind of like being friends and whatnot. Then Ponyo gets uh, washed washed back into sea and is captured and put back back where she belongs and whatnot. Then she escapes again. Then she apparently has so much... Then she apparently gains so much magical energy that she actually turns human. Yes, a fish that turns into a human. There we go. And then she embarks to find uh the human, you know, the the boy that she befriended, and all she can think about is that she loves him. And then once Ponyo finds the boy, it's event it's eventually shown that um, 
the boy now has to be tested and be tested whether or not he that he and Ponyo uh, you know he loves Ponyo I am not kidding it is a test of love between a five year old boy and a fish girl and the fish girl is obviously around about the same age as the boy so that's even more creepy this movie creeps me out it does a little bit just 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 a little bit so yeah Ponyo trying to be too much like Spirit of the Way fails miserably sadly I just did not get the magic of the whole thing and this was supposed to be the movie that they were really wanted to big up quite quite heavily in fact though it obviously must have not succeeded at all because uh, as I found out with the latest uh, release by Studio Ghibli or Ghibli or whatever you like to pronounce it they didn't really do too much uh, too much supporting with their uh, their latest project nevertheless I still bought it because it was st- because I had high hopes but we will talk about that another time so in conclusion Ponyo is it worth it if you want an acid trip, go ahead. <laughs> uh, it's more—it's more of an acid trip than it has been in previous Studio Ghibli movies. I really don't like the story at all. It is just so bland and so predictable and so uh, weird in all senses of the word. Uh, because it, and it's talking about how how the ocean can be a magical place, and if you don't take care of the, it's also a v- very environmental uh, kind of like you know dropping as such. But uh, being that they they like uh, Studio Ghibli likes talking about the how the environment, if you do not take care of the environment, you know the you know the spirits of this that and the next thing will be upset. So uh, yeah. It's it, they still have that going on for them, especially with Ponyo, uh, because some of the times when you see some of the kind of like animation cells in certain scenes where they have like all this kind of like junk and garbage in the in the ocean in the at at uh, you know certain shores and whatnot, yeah, you you kind of get it. Um, but nonetheless, it's like Ponyo. I really didn't have any love. And what's the worst thing is that um, the the mother of the boy, she's got to be the most nonchalant kind of like character in an, in any movie whatsoever. Because she kind of like when she finds out that uh, the girl when the when Ponyo is a girl and she finds so now the boy's name is Sosuke, I think it is. Uh, I think, kind of ironic because that's that's a name from fucking Naruto, 
Who knew? Um, or Sasuke. Sasuke, Sasuke, I can't remember. But anyway. With Ponyo, when Ponyo finds the boy, and she go, you know, it's like, uh, hey, I love you, and whatnot. The mother is not that, su- not too much surprised when the his, her son says, it's Ponyo! And it's like, oh. And it's like, I'm sorry, but if I was in her position, it's like, what? That's, that's the fish? You're telling me that that girl is the fish that you found the other day. You have got to be shitting me. It's like, I probably freak out a little bit more, but no, no, the mother is completely calm. The mother is completely nonchalant in that entire sec- in that entire scene. She has nothing, nothing worrying her in that. It is crazy. It is fucking crazy. Anyway. Anywho. Moving on. That's it. I mean, if you want to give it a shot, by all means, have a look. Crack on. But really, it's weird. And I don't follow it too well. And I couldn't really give two craps about Ponyo. So, yeah. Kind of a waste of a de- uh, kind of waste of a purchase there, sadly. Anywho, hopefully next week's uh, first impressions will actually brighten up the mood a little bit. Hopefully, and yeah, apparently people have not given any. Yeah, hasn't given any requests, which is typical. Um, yeah, no requests at all, whatsoever. No one cares. So anyway, um, that's it pretty much. Uh, yeah, no requests. So yeah, I gotta choose a song to end end the show at. Typical. Must I do everything here? Ma. Absolute travesty. Uh, let's see. Where we got? What we got? What we got? What we got? I'm just gonna do this until I find the track. Uh, uh, I don't know. 
It's like, first track that comes into the chat. Masters of... What? Masters of the Desert? Didn't even know there was a track called that. Uh, let's try that. Masters... Yeah, Masters of the Desert. Uh, a boss theme. Okay. For Egg Golem. Ah. Okay. Well... Who do? <laughs> Anywho... Um, that that's apparently John uh, John's request in the IRC chat room. So, yeah, let's end on that. Let's, uh, yeah, this has been Turbo Drive Live on Sega Sonic Radio, ending for the week, and uh, we'll see you all next week, same time, same place. Uh, you know, on Sega Sonic Radio. Don't forget to check out all the other shows on SSR. Uh, I know the realm of awkward banter has returned, or it has been playing uh, the last several several weeks. Uh, late night at around midnight, uh, midnight here in the UK, like midnight midnight UK time. So if you want to catch them, by all means. Um, but of course, if you are possibly gonna be, you know. Around on the weekend, be sure to check out all the Sunday shows if there is any. I think some are there are some. So yeah. Anywho, uh, Masters Masters of the Desert. Sadly, it's not Masters of the Universe. He man. Uh, but uh, nevertheless, it all works. Uh, right. I'll see you next week, people. Until then, take care of yourself and enjoy your weekend. Ta-da!
Thanks for listening to Timber Drive Live. Only on Sega Sonic Radio. The number one source for Sonic music.